this is Pondering Putan with Ajishi Otaro and Hachimitsu Boy. I'm Connor, and I'm here with my co-host, Neve. I'm going to let you um, finish the, the intro because I know it bothers you when that doesn't happen. But afterwards, mm. I need to know everything that you know about VTubing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're going to let me uh, finish the intro first before you start on that subject because uh, I could talk for hours about that. <laughs> um, this is a lighthearted and uproarious comedy, uh, comedy podcast um, that's dedicated to Eiji Nonaka's manga series, Kermarty High School. And today we are continuing our read through of volume three with chapter 50. It's a miracle. That's the title of the chapter. Yeah. Um, what do I know about VTubing? Uh, well, um, so the phenomenon known as VTubing, um, there's some debate, but it seems like general consensus traces it back to around the 1920s was when it first began. Yeah. Um, and it was actually, so the origin of, of VTubing is with like, um, finger puppetry. Did you, did you know this? Oh yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was basically just like in very, very impoverished areas, um, in the predominantly in like the Western United States. Yeah. Especially where they uh, couldn't have like marionette shows or even like a punch and Judy show, like just like pure finger puppets. Exactly. Yeah. Like shadow on the wall and then like some sort of light source, oftentimes just like a fire. Um, Cause this was also during the gold rush. Uh, so it was a lot of people just like at campsites um, migrating, um, you know, migrating through like the dust bowl of, um, you know, like new England, new England dust bowl. Um, anyway, so campsites, like you've got a wagon, um, it's dark and then you've got like a fire. So a light source, uh, and then people would do like finger puppetry. Uh, so I think most like, this is my opinion too, based on my knowledge of the subject. That's kind of where it starts. Yeah. Um, and then over time people slowly began to like, so the, the characters became more developed. Mm-hmm. Um, you and they started characters. like just playing other games, but as the finger puppets, like they right. would like yeah, be yeah. doing poker or, um, blackjack or, you know, as it, as things went on, they would be playing you know, yeah, like Milton Jiminy Bradley crickets. games. Yeah. Poker, yeah. like Jiminy crickets, poker, black, blackjack. Um, and yeah, it, as time went on, it, it became more, uh, there were like nested, uh, narratives. So, you had the characters, the finger puppet characters, like playing their own games, just yeah. like like you pointed out. So, um, I mean, that's really that's really the the start. Um, and then I think everything after that is kind of like it just follows from there, you know? Yeah. Um, so nowadays, so with the advent of the internet, it's funny um, that you should say advent. 
Oh, is is it funny? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming you watched all the the Hollow Advent uh, debuts. Um. Yeah, I uh, I, I watched this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were they were pretty good. Uh, who's your favorite? Um. You know, um, shark face. I, I'm you know, not sure. You know what I'm not, talking about shark face. I'm not. I'm not sure which one. That might just be. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe um, I'm like into a more obscure. Um, yeah. Are Are you section. talking about Shiori? Because she gave me like turf vibes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not that one. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah no i didn't i didn't even see that one uh so i don't know i don't know which one you're talking about um but i definitely won't i i know which ones i'm not interested in now yeah you gotta just like send me some um so send me some of the same archival footage that you're watching (laughs) and uh I'll, i'll check it out well, do you, do you want me to just say that? So I, I decided to bring this up and I just thought it'd be funny to, to throw you into the weeds of talking about VTubing. Um, uh-huh. I have I have a lot of friends who are like big into VTubing and like including follow me. various VTubers. What? Including yeah, me. In, including you. Um, and there's definitely like a few like I will watch like clips from VTubers sometimes and things like that. Uh, but I've never like really watched streams in part because I'm just like, I'm sure that I could easily jump in, but it's just like, they've been going for a while and everything. Um, and sometimes I, I have the ones that like my friends like, but often I end up, one of the biggest things that I grade up against with a lot of VTubing stuff, um, is a lot of them do sort of that Japanese, uh, like the dub voice that like English dubs for like anime will do, but where they're doing that thing that I'm sure is probably also annoying to like actual Japanese speakers when they watch anime where girls do this like really cutesy baby voice. But, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the primary ways that I interact with like the Japanese language on a daily basis is just, uh, like anime, uh, you know, in the original language or like, uh, you know, the Japanese voice that I'll put on a, a video game that I'm playing or something. Um, and so even though I can identify that that kind of voice is not appearing in the movies that I'm watching from Japan, uh, it's still just a large part of like the way that I heard the language before I understood any of it, uh, that it sounds more normal to me. But when, when people do it in English, I like become hyper aware of just how much it's a weird baby voice um, mm-hmm. that people are like putting on. Uh, and a lot of like, I, I know uh, M got, so there's like twin dogs that are like kind of Cerberus themed, uh, but they're like, uh, you know, siblings who are doing it together. Um, like doing the VTubing together. Uh, I'm now like, I'm now fully cheating by just like looking at the wiki for this. Yeah. So um, the uh Fuwawa and Mokoko or just Fuamoko is the like name for both of them together. Uh like their designs are cute and it sounds like they are 
pretty good at what they do. Like they have an established rapport. So that's like coming through on the stream, but they do that like cutesy voice. And I just, I can't like listen to it. The other thing too, is when it happens in anime, it's like appearing alongside a bunch of other voices. And so sometimes I might still think like that voice is kind of like weird or, um, what exactly is going on there, but it's not like constant in the way that like, if somebody's just streaming and they're just doing that voice that whole the whole time, it like wears on me much faster, I think, as well. Um But yeah. I since this is the debut, like they are coming in, uh just purely based off of vibes. Um, I decided to check out uh Narisa and now uh I'm probably just gonna like watch some of her streams and stuff. But um she does not do the cutesy voice, which is which is good. Um but I was literally what? while I was waiting for you to to log on to record watching her currently going stream. <laughs> what, what about her? So yeah, I'm, I'm dropping the pretense of like, yeah, if it's not obvious already, I, I know nothing about this subject. Um, so like, what's the, what about her in particular is like appealing her style or, or her content? Um, so one is that like whenever there's been sort of a debut, I've sort of like idly just paid attention. I haven't even always watched all the debut videos, but just like kind of vaguely aware of like, what are people talking about? You know, um, what, what seems to be of note with like this new generation? Uh, there's been some where I haven't like paid quite as close of attention with that, but, um, but with this one, uh, like, some people who I would generally trust seem to like think that her debut was pretty good. Um, she's like Raven themed, which is probably my favorite bird. That's pretty I, cool. I like owls as well, but, uh, Ravens are pretty good. Um, and then I watched the debut and it's like, um, one is so, so Shiori who also debuted, I guess I didn't watch her, her debut video. Cause I just heard from M that she had like turf fives, but she said like a Robert, uh, Galbraith novel was one of her favorite books. Um, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but is like the sir or the, the pen name that, uh, JK Rowling uses to do her, like, um, mm, the, her, her like, like mystery. Yeah. Mystery stuff. And like, one of them is like really explicitly like transphobic, like trans panic book. Um, nice. so that's just like a huge red flag there. Uh, but like a lot of them will say like Harry Potter, uh, Nerissa did not talk about Harry Potter. Um, she talked about liking musicals, uh, and like talked about like some more ex- obscure ones as well. Uh, liked, uh, horror movies, which like, that's a good vibe. Uh, talked about how she really likes cooking for friends and loved ones that like cooking for people's important. So all of that was like, there's like other stuff that she was talking about where I'm like, okay, I feel like there's like a slightly similar vibe in terms of some of the, the stuff that she likes. She talked about liking UC Gundam and Macross. Um, okay. So yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, and then also like at the end of her stream and then in some of the other streams, she's done this as well. She, uh, busted out her Midwestern accent, uh, which I guess was like her normal, you know, like natural original accent that she's like trained herself not to talk in because, when you're outside of the Midwest, everyone always thinks it's cute to like talk in that accent all the time. Um, so all of that stuff just like further endeared me to her where I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to try and follow her now. <laughs> Sounds like you should. 
Yeah. Um, um. So, with the de- the debut thing, mm-hmm. is this like so the the performers who are, um, you know, behind these avatars when the like v- when the VTubers are introduced in like the context of debuting, yeah, are these people? There's no way these people are really doing this for the first time, right? So they've probably had previous characters. So I think definitely some people have done VTubing before. Um, there's been some talk where some people think that they know who uh, Nerissa, like who she actually is or whatever. And uh, if that's correct, then like didn't, did not do VTubing or at least um, had a, a far less well-known and like unknown connected to uh, that person. But um, I'm just not saying your name because I don't know if people want to know or, uh, you know, the fact that I found out is like normally that there's, they don't actually say who they are. Like VTubers yeah, I mean, just kind of, you don't need yeah. to say it. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but this, apparently people have guessed who she was pretty quickly, especially because, uh, She's coming in like with a good singing voice and everything, uh, and so there are some people who okay. recognize like a, a, you know, YouTuber uh, who did a lot of singing stuff as well, who had like similar taste matchups and stuff like that, um, and has like a similar singing voice. So, um, okay, so they have some similar. like YouTube streaming something experience, probably. Yeah, usually it's probably somebody who's already making uh, somewhat successful content online in some way who would then get like picked for this. But yeah, and is it like um, a company or like an agency that is like organizing the um, all of the different elements of this? Yeah, so there there are definitely like. VTubers who are unaffiliated who are just sort of doing mm-hmm. their own thing. Uh, like, as long as you have the the app that, like, will sync up the thing to your movements, so you, like, point the camera, and, and I, like, I know it even runs on just, like, iPhones and stuff. Um, and then you, like, have somebody make you a, like, character rig, because you have to have, like, all the moving parts and everything in order to, to animate it well. And, like, mm, yeah, the, the degree to which it's animated will obviously vary based on someone's budget. Um, but then a lot of this stuff, like Hollow Live is a production company, um, that's doing all of this. Niji Sanji is like one of the other big ones that I hear a lot about, but I think there's some other ones, but those, those feel like the two big ones to me is Hollow Live and, uh, Niji Sanji. Um, okay. Hmm. Well, now I know a lot more about it than I, than I did before. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, you should you should tell me more as you continue to follow uh Nerissa Ravencroft, I think. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Good stuff. Um did you have any other uh VTube VTuber thoughts? No, I I was literally just watching your like currently going stream um when I was waiting for you and then I decided it'd be funny to to throw you into VTubing. <laughs> It was it was a little better this so at least this time when you threw me into it the first time I I got I was the first time I even became aware that VTubing of its existence was in a question bucket I think 
was in a yeah. very early question bucket of ghost divers. And then you, I just like totally had no idea what it was. <laughs> uh, and then you showed me the one. I feel bad that I can't remember her name, but the one who is a shark. Uh, Gura. Gura. Yes. Yeah. Um, you showed Gura. me that one and I was like, okay, now I, I know what this is now. Um, but I don't understand it <laughs> uh, to any to any degree. Um, yeah, Gura, another ha- one of those who um, I think does good streams, but uh, is also just sort of doing that that like cutesy voice that um, grates on me, where I can't I can't like long term. Like I watch some of the like here's clips from a stream that she did or whatever, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's fun. Uh, but it's like if I sat down, I think I would just go crazy. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I have to comment on that because, like, the cutesy voice thing just came up in my life as well. Yeah. Um, where, like, the cutes, the, like, that voice in anime drives Sarah up a wall. Yeah. Like, to the point where she, like, it's rapidly approaching the point where, like, she can't even be in the room when I'm watching anime. Uh, <laughs> Because it just, like, so annoys her. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, we're, like, we're going to figure something out with that. (laughs) Uh, But just last night, she was like, I can't stand this. Um, (laughs) And, like, her being so agitated by it kind of made me realize. um, It just made me think about the way that I'm, like. Because on a basic level, like, I'm just hearing it differently from her, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, and obviously, like, perception uh, is is very, it's totally subjective. Uh, but whenever you get, like, a really, like, uh, tangible, oh, whenever you come to really tangible awareness of that, it's always strange. Um, because then I'm reflecting on, like, I've had experiences like this before where like, like G Gundam, uh, yeah. I'm going to connect this to G Gundam really quick. Um, G Gundam, I'm listening to the Japanese and I'm reading like the subtitles and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is reasonably like, you know, we've talked about G Gundam. It, it's really silly. Um, but the dialogue, I'm like processing the dialogue as like, okay, yeah, this is reasonable. You know, this isn't, like, 100% comically ridiculous. Um, Even though, like, the voice acting in the Japanese, like, I know it's way over the top. Yeah. Um, But somehow, like, because it's Japanese, um, I'm just not, like, registering. Even though I can hear the tone, if I, like, pay attention to it, I can still, like, perceive you know, that it's like this bombastic, uh, like the way it's delivered. Um, and then I could connect that with the subs and be like, Oh yeah, this is like, you know, this is kind of comical. Um, but that just, that processing doesn't happen for me when I'm watching anime and in Um, the same way, like the cutesy girly voice, it just doesn't even like register as that. Um, 
Like it doesn't register as like a grating, exaggerated, um, you know, over the top uh, delivery. I'm yeah. just like sitting there, just like yeah, these are all normal normal noises. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, you know, as soon as I switch G Gundam to the dub, I'm like, I can't even. I can barely watch this show now. Because it's just so, like, the dialogue is just, it's it's hard to, it's hard to sit there and listen to it yeah. uh, at points. So, uh, I mean, I, I also think that this is to, like, some degree, um, there's obviously a thing happening with that cutesy voice in, uh, like, for, like, Girls and also sometimes women in Japanese media. There's obviously like a, a thing happening there that's different uh, than like there's more like weird gender and also like fucked up things about sex happening in that than what yeah. I'm about to say. But I think there's also a similar thing that happens of like I think if you just got like if if you were unaccustomed to like cartoon like Western cartoon voice acting. And then you got thrown into some like Tom Kenny voices, like SpongeBob. Uh, You'd be like, yeah. "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> like, like Squidward or whatever. Yeah, why are they talking like this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is really alienating and grating. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that's a good point. Uh, and Sarah also is just like a lot more sensitive to sounds than I am. Yeah. Um. It's also a thing of, like, when when that voice gets used for, like, kids, like, young girls, I understand it more. It's always weird when it gets used with, like, uh, adult women. In Like, even the Japanese voice, I'm sometimes like, what's going on here? <laughs> Why yeah. is this happening? Um, I am, I think, probably less likely to immediately, like, notice it or have it great on me um, if it's not in English or... Um, than it would be for for someone like Sarah, but um, yeah, that's the other weird thing is that like the the VTubers I know are just like adults doing that voice in a way that's oh, different. Oh, once you start it, thinking about that, then yeah. it gets really weird. Um, because they they will then just like talk about like oh yeah like you know we were hanging out with this other person and like we went to this bar and we're having drinks you're like what the fuck is that like it just it it messes with my head way more um whereas when it's like you know uh i'm sure that the dub voice for um why am i why am i drawing a drawing a blank on her name atra um in mm, like yeah. ibo i'm sure she has that sort of voice um it's like a little bit more tied into things happening with that character uh, in a way that doesn't like fully mean that there is another weird stuff that happens with just that voice in anime in general. Uh, and maybe that's like one case where it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, Somewhat. Yeah. But yeah. It, it is just a thing. Uh, so whenever there's a, a VTuber who just like talks in a, a normal adult woman voice, uh, <laughs> that's always going to appeal to me more. So, yeah. um, while you were talking, by the way, I sent, uh, links. You don't have to watch these on air. Um, okay. I'm not going to ask that of you, but, uh, there is the debut stream, which is like a little over a half hour, I think. Um, 
Uh, but you don't have to watch all of that. You could also just watch the two, like, one minute, one to two minute ones I sent about the accent and uh, chat being Narissa weird about being how she was swearing. Narissa being when chat points out that she's swearing. <laughs> yeah, the names of these YouTube videos are sometimes terrible, but um, <laughs> I, I do think it's just her, like, trying to implore chat to be normal about her saying shit sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um Okay, yeah. I mean, there's, uh, I, I would really, I'm really going to want to watch it all the way through to really fully appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and we just don't have time for that on, on the podcast right now. So, um, do, do we want to talk about our favorite things in the chapters? And <laughs> in, in private later. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was actually a really good chapter, I felt like. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you go first. Um. Yeah. You don't so, even have to say your favorite thing. You can just say. Things. Uh. So last time, uh, I know I got cut off. It was uh, Hokuto saying, "I would never do that, though I'm sensitive to other people's feelings." And then his lackey saying, "Uh, right." Um. Because it was just very funny. Because he'd been like very insensitive throughout all the chapter. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think in this one, um. I mean, this is this was a very good chapter. I thought a lot of yeah. this was funny. There's uh, a lot of really funny jokes like strung together. Yeah. Um, successively, the, the final page probably is my favorite, just because it's like fully it's tying all the the strings together um, in a very funny way. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, the like. The fact that all of them end up answering the question wrong is just such like an exaggerated, yeah, uh, like result. Uh, <laughs> that just the the sheer like uh, implausibility and ridiculousness of of that alone. When you like turn the page and then all of them, hundreds of them have like gotten it all wrong. Yeah, um, that's really good. Yeah. Um. Especially because yeah. on the page before you get the buildup as well of just like the the shots of just all the people, just the masses of people, like mm-hmm. debating the what the right answer is, and um, yeah, all of that. This this entire stadium, like trying to figure it out, and then all of them pick the wrong answer except Kamiyama. Yeah, um, I think this chapter is actually really good. This is a good chapter to like give to someone who hasn't read crow high to, to give them a sense of like why. So a, a lot of ways that crow high is funny um, yeah. or can be funny because sometimes it's, sometimes it's not. Um, but it's just like so many of the like devices and uh, techniques or for lack of a better word um, that are like, that uh Asian Onika uses are are used really well here. Yeah. Um and next and chapter, I, not to, to spoil things, but is going to continue this on in a in a really good way. Um like I was also excited about this chapter because I know how it continues. Like anyone who's seen that the anime would know how this continues. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh but the way that it like I think comedy 
a lot of the time has to do with the unexpected. Uh, and Asianoica is great at that. Um, and also with like, sub- like subverting your expectations one time and then managing to do it like over and over and over again uh, in ways that are like uh, surprising and like amusing. Yeah. Um, so here it's like we have all the build up to the Kingpin uh, battle which we happened in last chapter. Uh, but then like they introduced the wrinkle of like, Oh, well it's, you know, they start learning about the competition and it's like, well, there's a quiz first. Um, and then there's like this somewhat absurd, uh, philosophical argument about like, what's the point of having a quiz? Uh, and then they're like, well, uh, what if you're like the best fighter and then you get appendicitis, then you can't even fight. And they're all like, yeah, mm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, so it is important to be smart as well. As a good fighter, you also need to be smart. You, you gotta be yeah. everything. Yeah. Cause being smart helps you prevent appendicitis. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, they like, they show up and it's like, so we go back to all of the, like, this kind of lineup of really badass guys who are all known for fighting. Uh, the the guy, He kills everyone, Takashiro from Niigata, uh, and <laughs> yeah. so on. And also and the, then, like, the various, uh, you know, it starts with uh, challenged a bear to a fight and won, and then can talk to bears, and then raises bears. Which is <laughs> 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 just a funny yeah. way to escalate that. Thank you for joining us today. Next time we'll be reading chapter 51 from volume three. You can find the full schedule at exportaudio slash put down schedule. If you have questions for us, let them go service pod at gmail.com. You can get early access to episodes of this podcast from the other speaking with all the patron of the network at exportaudio and listen a week before the public feeds or for $5, you get uh, exclusive bonus episodes from a variety of podcasts on the network, but especially coffee and comic books, a podcast where they actually talk about comics most of the time. Um, I think the, the bonus one that I was on will be coming out soon. Uh, if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. They can find the free feed at exportaudio slash Bhutan or by searching Pondering Bhutan on their podcast of choice. If you like listening to us talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, which you can find at exportaudio slash Ghost Divers or by searching Ghost Divers on your podcast app of choice. Um, in case you missed it, we are not doing Psychopaths the movie. We are going straight into the question bucket. So if you are watching along with that season, um, Friday the 12th, I think, August 12th, or Saturday, August 12th. Um, that Saturday is when we will be recording that podcast. So get the emails in before then. Um, anyway, back to, to me saying stuff fast. Uh, you can find the show at Ponder Bhutan on Twitter, or just at Bhutan on Ghost. You can find me at Foxwom Neon, Twitter, co host, uh, Blue Sky, whatever. Check my uh, pinned tweet, pinned chose. They don't let you pin skeets yet to find links to all of my podcasts. Or can people find you, Connor? Y'all can find me at Ravelle on Twitter and co-host. And our opening theme is Ninganante by Yoshida Takaro. And taking us out today is, uh, let me actually look this one up because I was going to put it in and then I started watching Marisa instead. <laughs> this has <laughs> happened too many times, Neve. Um, what, what was the... Uh, Culture Club, It's a Miracle. 
Transfers Mess. Transfers Mess. It's a